This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the podcast where we discuss the plot holes and the other holes in your favorite porns. I'm Yvette Dontremont. And I'm Alice Vaughn. And this is our first episode where we're discussing one of our classics, Deep Throat. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. Are, did you enjoy this one? I did, but I feel like I enjoyed it for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> you know, I enjoyed it for some of the wrong reasons, some of the right ones. Uh, it's Or let me phrase that, some of the ones that you're expected to enjoy from a porn. Uh, but yeah, it was... It was a bizarre uh, little look into how uh, porn's changed in terms of the acting over the years. I mean, a lot has changed. I mean, this was the 70s. Um, but we probably, you know, before we get into the review, Yvette. Oh, yeah. We should probably talk <laughs> I about was just, I was so excited. I was. I know. <laughs> well, who yeah. isn't excited when watching porn? It's. I just, look, I'm just, I'm wetting the, the people's at home's appetite for how these things are going to go after the first sips. I'm just, I'm letting them in. I'm, I'm bringing them a, pre- anyways, let's. You're letting them in. You're wetting their I'm, appetite. I'm <laughs> hoping. I'm doing the, I'm letting, I'm letting them know this is what you're, you're in for this. It's happening. Anyways, back. Well, that's part of that introduction to us, I guess. <laughs> so, so I, I guess we should talk about who we are. So um, I'm Alice Vaughn. Uh, I'm the co-admin of the Science Enthusiast Network and creator of Offensive Crayons and Galaxy Bath Bombs. So I'm an adult that makes crayons like colors, like miscarriage maroon and boner pill blue and privilege. Um, so, and the bath bombs, well, what can I say? I just have a soft spot for bathing with Uranus. Oh, and especially cucumber scented Uranus. Oh, you know me and cucumbers. Um, <laughs> well, actually, I don't Yvette, know you and cucumbers. I'm going to ask after this podcast, though. May- maybe that's a special episode. Um, and Yvette, who are you? It's, so, my name is Yvette Dontrema. I uh, am the... Uh, I'm I run Cybabe.com. I am a science writer with a background in chemistry and forensics. And I, yeah, that's that's basically what I'm doing now is after a bunch of years of chemisting, I've been a writer and I, I internet for a living, basically. So since you internet for a living and I internet for a living, I guess we need to tell people why we're doing this. I mean, I think the obvious reason is we just want an excuse to watch porn and, and talk about it. And nobody ever need just to make this clear to all of you at home, nobody ever needs an excuse to watch porn. This is this is not a a bad thing. It's there are there are people in the porn industry that need your support desperately. So go watch the porn. I think we have to cut that joke. Even pay for the porn, you know? Yeah. Um for me, I'm fascinated by this industry. I mean, we we know we watch so much of it, but we know so little about it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's kind of insane. Um, you know, and I think we're going to talk about some crazy shit in every episode. You know, everything from tentacle porn, Bigfoot erotica, BDSM magic. You know, uh, I, I, or, or stove.com, bring- just like mom used to make. Oh man, ah ah. Um, yeah, there's. I mean. I, this is going to be, I'm going to guess, it's its one of few podcasts about porn, uh, but it's also going to be one of few, I think, where we get a lot of scientists on. Because part of this, with us being, uh, you know, having a background in psychom and wanting to bring something, you know, kind of fun and more and unexpected to this, is uh, we want to look at all the little fleeting thoughts you have while you're watching a porn that has a plot. Uh, and the reason that happened, 
uh, I was doing a talk on why bad science in movies is okay. With a, I was I, I love you, Neil Tyson, but I was throwing some shade. All right, because uh, you know picking apart bad, <laughs> but yeah, picking apart the uh, the the bad science in sci-fi movies. It's like picking apart the plot in a porto. If you take away the plot, if you take away the bad science and substitute it with good science, it doesn't change the story at all. I mean, it would be more boring in movies, but still like these are it's, I, and I thought it was, it was, uh, it, it was funny how, how those two parallel. Then I was like, wait, is anyone actually critiquing the plot in porn? So yeah, the only thing I was able to find as far as porn review was I found this guy who called himself a porn critic and he was like 14 years old on YouTube. So it's, I'm just saying we're going to have slightly more refined taste than that. I'm, I'm maybe, I mean, we're, we're still like, I still giggle at the word Bangkok. So it's, it's, I'm sorry. Like, I think you're never quite an adult until you get over that or getting over Like I'd still laugh at box for fuck's sake. So, I mean, I'm basically a 12 year old boy when it comes to my sense of humor. You have, I'm just going to say you have a much nicer ass. Not that I'm looking at the asses of 12 year old boys, but I would assume. True, but at least my top. So the audience won't know this, but I consider myself like, look, I have the top of a ballerina as a Queen Latifah. (laughs) So she, she does. My top just not have, it hasn't gone through puberty yet. You know, it'll happen one day, one day. I'm waiting for mine to show up. I'm like, this was not, this is not, these aren't the boobs I signed up for, but it's, you know, I, I've come to like my, my, um, tits that have a small valley layeth between them. So that's like, I, I've got, yeah, there's, there's, I could have more tit. It's okay. I am, I'm quite fine with the ones I have. And the thought of surgery, that scares the crap out of me. Scared the crap out of me as well. And we're going to have to bring a surgeon one day to discuss. It's, we, I was about to say, if, if anyone out there is a plastic surgeon, we'd love to have you on to talk about that. But that's not the main thing we're going to be talking about. I really don't want to, I don't ever want to sound like we're critiquing, uh, negatively the bodies of the people in these pornos they all uh, they all look wonderful they all turn on someone out there obviously if these things are are being viewed so so one thing that we do want to make clear on this podcast is we don't want to fetish shame everybody has a thing i have my thing yvette has her things no i have things really you have things Things. you don't have one thing i have i have Uh, an armoire (laughs) there's it's closet no no no. i needed a separate container (laughs) I actually have a treasure chest full of things, like a literal treasure chest. It's amusing. Oh, I'm, not, um, I'm not kidding when I say an armoire. We bought an armoire for the things. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'm not gonna, we don't need to go into what's in the armoire. Uh, we're all, we're all adults here. I, it's, or at least I hope you're an adult. It's, um, I, I'd say whips and chains is a joke, but like, uh, anyways. Um, so, so that's, uh, that that's that we have interesting things. So we're sure if you're listening, you either are, are, are accepting of interesting things or you're amused. Anyways, whatever, whatever your thing is, we're here to discuss not to shame anyone. Exactly. Another thing that we'll be doing on this podcast is we will be talking a lot about sex and we're going to be talking about things we like, but out of, um, out of uh, just courtesy to our significant others, we will not be discussing our bedrooms. No, it's so. it's. I mean, just these. We're we're trying to we're trying to Siskel and Ebert the porn. We're actually. I don't think we're quite Siskel and Ebert. We're the Muppets uh, version. Uh, it's. I'm having a blonde moment on these, but I'll, it'll come to I, me later. I think that's better. But yeah, we're the Muppet version of it. Where we're just oh oh uh, Statler and Waldorf. That's it. We are Statler and Waldorfing the porn. I mean, can we actually Statler and Waldorf a porn? I, 
I, I don't know if I can do the voice. I mean, I can try. I just, I don't have the rhythm of their jokes. So it's just. Oh, a- I was just going to say, let's get some puppets and show <gasps> up on a porn set. Oh, you know, well, did you ever watch the musical Avenue Q? Have not watched it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Two I've seen wor- clips. Two words, puppet 69ing. <gasps> there's a moment in there where you're just like, yeah, I, like, and I've heard the soundtrack a zillion times. Cause it came out when I was in college. College is kind of the perfect age for Avenue Q, but it's funny. Cause some of the jokes in it seem kind of dated now. Uh, and see, like it's, it didn't seem like that long ago. And then I realized, Oh, I got out of college forever ago. I'm getting old, but no, it's a, it's the jokes are, are a little, a little bit uh, dated on some things. Uh, but it's uh, like, it, it's not politically correct. It's ridiculous. And I didn't know just from listening to the soundtrack that like, there's a song called you can be as loud as the hell you want when you're making love. So if you're, if screaming's your thing with this Avenue Q supports you, but yeah, I didn't realize in the middle of that would be puppet sex or quite that graphic puppet sex. I mean, how graphic can puppet sex be though? That is a good, well, it was, it's, I think if I were a, if I were a puppet, uh, like if puppets were my thing that got me off, I would have considered that pornographic. But it, you know, we're now devoting a whole episode eventually to puppet sex. This is, is going to happen. This is going to be amazing. There has to be, you know, this is, rule 34. Rule 34. Rule 34. We're never going to run out of content because of it. And uh, like I said, no matter what your your fetish is, we're going to get to it. No matter what your thing, if you're, if you're just like massage porn, the, the fun, easy stuff, we'll find a way to get it, that in a script, so the one in a plotted, and that's the big thing we're aiming for is we're looking at porns with a plot. Yes. Um, And there's going to be a lot of parody porn. Um, So porns that, uh, you know, uh, cover your favorite films like uh, uh, The Penetrator and uh, Ass Ventura, uh, Crack Detective. And Jessica Bones, the Jessica Jones parody. We've We've got some material full in the holes. bank. Oh, yeah, we've got a lot. Full holes. Um, <laughs> What's which one's full holes, Alice? Full, full house. Oh god, but porn. I'm just. Yeah. I, I I'm picturing. God, this is going to be so much stepdad and step uncle porn. Oh, it. I, I'm sitting here thinking, like, I could, I could almost be okay with it because Uncle Jesse is Uncle Jesse, but it's still like, ah, oh, no. This is. I, I I'm picturing the ways in which this is going, but. Mm, eh. Well, we're also going to have some amazing, amazing guests. We're going to have everyone from porn stars. Uh, Heck, I mean, we're going to have comedians. We're going to have scientists, which, I mean, what porn podcast brings on scientists? Well, luckily, there aren't many porn podcasts, so it doesn't seem, (laughs) it seems like we have an unfair advantage. As of right now, we're also the only porn review podcast. So, so if you're, you know what, if if sexy voices are your thing, we're going to be as lovely and sexy and not like this as we possibly can <laughs> to make sure to make sure you're having a pleasant experience. That's a lie. I'm I'm gonna I, I'm gonna be sweary and horrible. I know it, but I, I, I will. I'll try to maintain my my. It's it's my. You know, we worked this out in theater class how to do a how to do a smooth velvety radio voice. So this is Yvette. Yes, dear. You know, because of Rule Thirty Four, someone's gonna be jacking off to our voices, and I hope they're having a damn good time. So do we do a podcast on our podcast eventually? Eventually we go back and discuss the classics. I think that's going to have to happen. It's a podcast. It will happen. A podcast on people who uh, are, are sexually simula- uh, simulated by, uh, by 
talking by voices over the you know if you know what there's an industry for this there's the entire there folk, industry there's people are making a lot of money on 900 numbers still there that's a thing that's happening so actually i given that i like to speak from evidence i don't know how profitable they are anymore like now that with the advent of the internet and you know easily accessible porn are people still paying like for phone sex is that a, a huge industry i we have to i want to look into that is there an industry for text sex? I need to oh find my God. this out. That has, you know, that has to be a thing. Someone, someone is getting off to that somewhere. And I mean, even, even if it's not an industry, it's just what's happening in our, in, in our inboxes when we have people sliding into our DM. So someone's enjoying that. So speaking of enjoying, you know, I would love to discuss Deep Throat. <gasps> yes. It's, I was uh, I, I was amused by how much I liked it. I and I mean, like you said, for all the wrong reasons. It's it's like uh, the movie uh, The Room, but only with porn. Yes. It's it, it's as that's the best description. It's as if the room you could see the sex. It's yeah. And I mean it was like I, I I don't know if this is horrible of me to say or not, but there are going to be a lot of strange observations in this. So here we go. Uh, it's uh, Linda Lovelace, uh, and I mean, she was she was beautiful. She she had it. I mean, there were a lot. There were she she was she was committed to the things they were they were doing, and that was so wonderful. And she was very real in there. But like I noticed, and this is just me being uh, a, a pain in the ass about acting. God damn it. The best acting she did was with the dick in her mouth. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, I was fairly impressed when she was deep throating the doctor. She looked like she it was getting her really off. really well. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we, Although, we have that no way of said, knowing this. But she, when she was deep throating him, did you look at the doctor's eyes? I mean, speaking of the room, I mean, if there was ever a connection, his eyes were literally, I don't want to say rolling in the back of his head, but if it's it was the most comical rolling all over the place it's yeah like the facial expressions in this are like like orgasms can look fake sometimes in i i mean this is something that happens fairly often in porn is the orgasms look uh fake or you can't tell if they're fake or real and like it made it harder to know what was happening in their minds watching this because they were making these crazy facial expressions except for linda lovelace who i mean it might have been that there was a dick in her mouth but it seemed like she was she was enjoying the shit out of that. Yeah, and we'll get back to her acting in this film a little bit more. But one thing I want to talk about is the music. Oh my god, the music was amazing. The song that they like, I didn't. Did you look up the names of the song on the soundtrack? Like, because there was a song that they played like whenever she deep throated, and I'm like damn they went for it oh they really did and it was custom music so actually just to give you guys a little bit of background so the estimated budget on this film was roughly forty-seven thousand, and they spent half of that half of that on the original music i, I mean it's i i love it both like in the fact that i i love the the fact that they went for it and made an entire soundtrack with, you know, that much of their budget. And like some of the, the song that they played, like, whatever they deep threaded was just, it's, it was, wow. They, they, they just, I mean, there was no, how to phrase this. There was no subtext. No. Although <laughs> I mean, the song, I, I think the, it was, um, gosh, I need to look up the lyrics. Um, I mean, I'm going to play it for our audience, but it was like deep throat, deep throat, row your boat. Yeah. Like there, there was something about it that, uh, there was, so there's an episode of South park, uh, where, um, or what's his face, uh, uh, Stan's dad, 
uh, is is um, he realizes that uh, bringing women to uh, to musicals uh, makes them give you blowjobs or like kind of meant does mental gymnastics on them and event and then they you know there's a blowjob and somebody tells him yeah if you look at the subtext of all these musicals it's just blowjob everywhere and they have a scene where they're just inserting blowjob every thirty seconds uh, into you know in, into the musical and it's they did it with a few different uh, ones and it was amazing and at the end you know t- the kind of culmination of the episode uh, is is a uh, Randy writing a musical and it's just about it's like there's no subtext anymore it's just blowjob 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 and i'm like this is that's kind of what this reminded me of it it did um actually i think i have a clip of the song that i can play let me try playing it right now for the audience They, uh, they, that's all she wrote. That's, uh, that's something that it's, that's deep. Like, it makes me wonder who, like, you know, they put that much of the budget into it and I get it. 25, like, I don't know how much music writing, <laughs> how, how much, uh, you know, a, a studio musician charged, uh, in, in the seventies. So I don't, so I, I don't know how, how good of a payday that was for someone, but I'm, I'm curious how that was the, like, what was the decision behind that? <laughs> And then I have some issues with the first song uh, in the opening they played, because if you listen closely, they played Joyful, Joyful, We Adore Thee on what sounds like a Casio oh keyboard. Yeah, like I it's I listened to it. I'm like the first time I heard it through because they replay the that for a few minutes. Like I, I, while I'm first listening to it, I'm like, is that? I, that can't be. I'm hallucinating that. I'm like, this is basically Wesley Willis playing Joyful, Joyful. Holy shit. Uh, it was, I, I loved that. It's, and I mean, this was, uh, somebody listened to Joyful Joyful and said, I'm going to take that shit, put it on a Casio and use it for a porn plot line. And then right after that, we walk into like, what? And just to make sure I'm not missing this, that was a brothel, correct? Pretty certain about that. Yeah. It's, I'm not, I'm not like, look, some, sometimes, some sometimes I miss things. I just want, I just wanted to make sure I didn't want, didn't want to make assumptions on their sexuality, man. Uh, but actually, I just realized we never even talked about what the plot of deep throat is for people who've never watched it. Yeah. So this was, go ahead. So the plot of deep throat is a woman can't get off. She can't get an orgasm at all because her clit is in the back of her throat. Yeah. So, I mean, she's, she's telling this other woman in, uh, in the brothel, uh, you know, I enjoy sex. I, I have, you know, it's, it's good. And she sends her over to, uh, but she said that, you know, she wasn't having orgasms. So she sends her over, uh, to her psychiatrist who like immediately upon, uh, entering the psychiatrist's office, like he is on the floor, uh, looking at, you know, examining her vagina without gloves. And I'm like, oh, I feel like in a modern porn, they put on the gloves. Cause that's kind of fetishy. 
you know, there's so many practice questions I have. So for example, like the sterilization. Um, so, okay. So prior to him, um, actually let's start from the beginning before she gets to the doctor, because there are some things that we need to discuss. Yeah. Like the the oral sex in the first scene. Oh my God. What was that? I'm, I mean, look, men, this is, I, I mean, there's, there's some good, fun, sweet sex in this movie. Like, and I mean, I, I know that's weird that I'm describing a movie called Deep Throat as having good, fun, sweet sex, but the stuff that's not, uh, that's not the deep throating, it's kind of comfortable sex. Uh, but like this opening scene, she walks into the kitchen of the brothel, uh, and the, uh, the other woman in the movie is sitting there on the table with her legs up, uh, with somebody giving her the most weird looking oral sex and there's a reason why her I, i'm sorry but there's a reason why her orgasm looks fake uh it's it, it's weird in the sense of to describe it to you the average person um his tongue i mean look i i get that you know you could be a little bit all over the place but when i say all over the place um what was he trying to do like whack-a-mole or connect the dots i think yeah it's i if I had to, if I had to guess, uh, it's somebody said spell out the alphabet, and he went for very big uh, lettering. <laughs> it's it was it was very. I mean, that's just that is a shot in the dark. But it's it's strange to see the whole thing was was kind of. And I mean, I get it. It's there to be out, outrageous and ridiculous. It's it's not it's not there to be a normal everyday life thing. But it's it's interesting to walk in on you know and she's asking someone to pass her a cigarette and smoking while she's doing that and my thought was will ash burn your pussy oh and she's putting away groceries so oh yeah the uh, linda lovelace well the other woman is getting i'm horrible i forgot her name uh but you know linda lovelace is just walking around putting putting away groceries and there's there there's her friend slash coworker um uh getting just the, i mean and her facial expressions were Wow. Like when, when people talk about bad seventies porn, uh, acting or melodramatic, uh, seventies porn acting, this is what they're referring to. And not only that, but you mentioned the cigarette. So, okay. So she's getting a cigarette while she's getting cut. The guy has an Afro. I feel like that's a fire hazard. Yeah. It's, oh, wait, was that the one? Did he have, uh, cause one of them had a wig. One of the guys had a wig. Uh, was, oh no, that was, the, it was, so. no, it's that. That was not one of the wigged. What the the doctor? I think was the only one, or that I that I remember go, seeing and going. That's not your hair. It's oh, it's so, but yeah. So we start off, you know, there, and then they get to the point where I think shortly after, um, after that, there's fucking with everyone, uh, and um, it's we have to at some point talk about the quotables in here. Um, it's one of them that I jotted early on. Uh, where uh, where are you going, love? I'm going to slide up and down the banister. Ah, the banister is getting laid in this movie. It was just so many. Uh, oh wait, oh when she uh, when she took out the cigarette. Mind if I smoke while you're eating? Oh, I think that's the most clever line in the movie. So my personal favorite of quotable quotes is, uh, "Who you going with? Oh, you know what's his name? There, that's it. I'll never forget what's his name." I I I've I've heard of you know instances of people having a a joke about a what's his name like oh yeah there was but you know what's his name really yeah they kind of treated more serious. like that's yeah it's I mean they I feel like they put what's his name in there when they were writing it and nobody caught the editing and just what's his name stayed in as a placeholder for for whatever was like we were throwing around the name like like Randall Jordan or something and then we forgot to throw it in oops like and so we ended up with what's his name yeah 
It's like TK, TK for the editing world. So after that, they end up having an orgy where, you know, Linda clearly looks like she's having a great time, but, you know, she's not getting those, as she says it, she's not getting those fireworks and bam. And those tingles. tingles. It's, I think they kept calling it tingles. At first I was like, are they calling it tingles? I'm, I'm, I know I'm, I know my ears might be going on me, but yeah, it was it was interesting. I th- one thing that uh, that I kind of enjoyed about one of the sex scenes is I'm like I'm like wow. Normally we start with uh, you know start with the foreplay, start with the oral sex, and then go uh, go to the fucking. No, they went straight uh, into the- anal. Yeah, I was. I, I'm sitting here going, "Do my eyes deceive me?" That is that is another hole being plundered. I did not realize that was what I was getting out of this movie. Hell, I'm I'm you know, and I'm here for it. But it was they they just were straight straight into the anal. No, hold on, I must get an enema and some quick wiping. Uh, but like just bang into it no lube I'm like, but, but i mean most porns don't really use lube right is that a thing that we're gonna have to like we're, look into we're gonna have to look into that so we, we oh, need yeah. to fact it's, check i mean some some of them have to use lube right sure they have gallons of lube oh yeah but actually i don't know if you caught this but during the sex party while the guy is eating out um linda's friend um while oh, yeah. uh while another guy does anal uh on her it, it what's what's amazing is the dick ends up falling his uh the guy who's doing anal on the friend yeah. his dick ends up he falling kinda- wait 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 his dick ends up falling on the other guy's chin Oh my, it's, he was kind of teabagging him, yes. which is kind of like, I love that this movie just kind of has like sneak teabagging. It's, it's like, we didn't, we didn't know we were going to get that, but apparently it's on the menu. Like it, they, they, yeah, they goddamn went for it. It was, it was, uh, it was, like I said, like, this is, it's the sex where like everyone has said, everything's on the table, touch what you want. Like, and it's without, without it being, without it being kinky sex at that. Like it's, it's, mm-hmm. you know. It's and like that's what I mean with like there was no like I don't did I see any ass slapping in that movie I don't remember I don't recall if there was, any. It was yeah so I mean it's very like I said very sweet uh, like it was exciting vanilla sex there we go true um, so maybe we should talk about the doctor because I mean that's what happened oh yeah next um, so did just quick quick question did I hallucinate or did he switch accents a few times. Oh, he definitely switched accents like, a few times. At one, at one point, I felt like it was Mario from you know from the video games. I'm like, and then he was back to an American accent. I'm like, ah, that's that's something that nobody caught in directing or nobody cared about. So, um, my favorite is that. Um, so we when we meet the doctor, he's playing with bubbles, and then he gets super patriotic and starts waving a flag around for no reason. And then, um, oh, my favorite is the horrible sterilization technique so he basically says uh, nurse uh get me the sterilization equipment and it's just, uh oh, it's, so it's just a bowl of water and he just sprinkles his little uh, tips of his fingers as if what it's holy water or something yeah just sprinkles a little bit you know because that's what doctors use for lubrication not a not an, an entire gallon of ky just if you've never if, if you're a man and you just think like, that and you don't know what happens when this when women go in to get examined they squirt out like half a goddamn tube of ky it's messy oh and then let's discuss the tools out of you so of course oh what my does a gynecologist generally use well i'll tell you right now it's not a telescope it's it, it, yeah this guy he whipped out a, fu- a fucking telescope to look at her to, to look at her pussy from a few inches away i'm like 
bro, like if you just consulted an astronomer, like or anyone with a base level of astronomy, you'd know that you know if you were at least if you're going to go for magnifying, maybe a magnifying glass if you want to be ridiculous. But this is is I that that was that was one of those moments where I'm like, I don't know if they were aiming for a laugh or if like like what the plan was with it, but it was fucking hysterical. Makes me wonder where he got his degree as as a professional doctor. I feel like it's a good thing that he's a psychiatrist because if he was a proctologist, I don't want to know what he'd stick up there. Like psych, you shouldn't be doing this much touching. Uh, I, I, if you're, if it's a thing where you're supposed to be doing all the touch, I, I fear this doctor, but I mean, he, he did seem to have a good relationship, a good working relationship with his nurse. Oh, he did with his nurse, but he was kind of a dick to his patients. Like when he, um, when he asked Linda, he's like, you know, he was like, oh, where do you get excited? Uh, she said, you laugh. And he said, I won't laugh. And then he starts laughing the oh, second she that's tells just, him. That's abuse. That's, or maybe not abuse. That's, that's just, that is, that, that is an unkind thing to do to your patient. How could, well, I mean, he did make it up to her. He got, he, he managed to arrange some orgasms for her. He did. He did. And, uh. Then Linda proposed to him because that's what you do if a guy gives you an orgasm. No, ladies, please don't, don't, don't that's do that. Not, that is a bad idea. Now, I get it. Sometimes finding one that can give you an orgasm is tricky, uh, but don't don't go for the first one. Don't Just hold off. <laughs> unless, you know, unless he's somehow like the perfect guy too. But I'm just saying odds uh, slim. Very correct. Um, and the, But, you know, he does give her a job. Yes. You know, it's... So let's discuss this yeah, job. This job is dressing up in a kinky nurse costume and going to give some of his other patients blowjobs. Until she finds the right one. Yeah. Because yeah, it's Linda's looking for her guy. I was I, I was amazed at the uh, at, at just, you know, the simplicity of, well, we have this patient with these two personality traits. He could be the one for her. It it was it was like two very small things. I'm like, wow. That was I feel like it's it's like they're like, we could have done all this plot the way they do in a romantic comedy, but we're just going to say two things they have in common that the romantic comedy would have harped on for the next two hours. One of my personal favorite clients was the one who decided to uh, have a drink with her. Um, oh so to God. describe the scene. That was something. Yes. Uh, it's you, Carry on. Correct. Carry on. So uh, her the client utilized what looks like a glass dildo, but it was hollowed out so that way he could at first pour wine into it oh. and insert a long straw. Oh. Um, that wasn't that wasn't his thing. So afterwards, he swapped out the wine for Coke, Coca Cola, yeah. uh, but and he really enjoyed drinking that out. So again, there's um, this this dildo is in Linda, and then he puts a straw and, into yep. And he gives Linda the straw to drink out of, which it's just a, whew, that's just, and just to, just to clarify how wonderful the music editing is, they used the song, uh, I'd like to give the world a Coke. <laughs> it was amazing. Like, did you catch that? I actually did. Oh yeah. Catch that. Oh yeah. It's so like, there's this, I was too focused on douching with Coke. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is a good thing to focus on. I mean, it's yeah. And you know what the internet nowadays, the internet tells you all sorts of random things you should put into your pussy, like steaming it and putting jade eggs into it. I, and I'm just saying Coke is another thing you should not put into your pussy. Just it's, it's not recommended. 
I feel like I've done a lot of things of cloak coke, including cleaning battery acid. Um, sh- putting it in my vagina is not one of the things that I thought, oh, this use case scenario. This is totally. Yeah, this was a, it, it's, I feel like that might've been the scene that disturbed me the most. Cause I, like, I just, like my pussy was like, ah, no, stay away. This is, but you know what? I, it's, I'm not here to tell you what to do. Just that doesn't seem medically advisable. Um, so speaking of, of, of medically advisable, um, so going back to the doctor for a second, um, so he was lo- wounded in the line oh of duty, God. taking too much deep throat. Yeah, she was kind of like, it was, it was a little bit rapey. Like she was like dragging, dragging him out from underneath the blanket. And it was like, wow, this is, you're, you're the aggressor here. Apparently you can't get enough of that nine incher. Uh, but it's, it was, uh, it, or at least that was her description. And I didn't hold up a, I have no idea how long his penis is, but she, she described it as needing nine inches at least to hit the, uh, the clitoris, which I'm, I'm curious how he saw that by looking into her throat, just by peeking in there. Yeah. And the clitoris is not inside, but okay. Let's that's anatomy one-on-one, but okay. Somehow nine inches down. It's he could just look into her mouth and see it. Whereas he needed a telescope for her pussy. And of course, you know, the way to treat a sore penis is you wrap it in a bandage like he did, because that's how you show you're wounded. Yeah, it's they I love that there was somebody on set who uh, who sat there thinking, how do I get a penis bandage? Like this was somebody's job. And even more so when Linda was having sex with him. I don't know if you noticed this time around with the music, but they were playing circus music. Yeah, it's there was it was it was a little disturbing. (laughs) I, I was like, this was the. This is the music they're okay. Like there is, she was she she was oddly um, like attached to. Um, actually, no, not oddly attached to the doctor. And I think it was because you know somebody gives you your first orgasm, you you do get attached. You do, but thankfully Linda if I, does find her happy ending with the last client. Oh yeah, yeah. And so did do you, you want to describe this scenario? Um, well, for I just want to say uh, it, it's okay. oh yeah. So they're you know, after it seems they've, uh, you know, started, you know, dating or they're in bed together, you know, she said, uh, you know, he's, he's like, I need to know that you love, and this is probably the quote, I would say almost the best acting in the movie or the, the best bad acting. Cause he's, 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 yes. he's putting his all out there, and, but it was kind of, uh, it was, you know, com- comparable to uh, junior high slash maybe high school drama with the level of, of, um, shall we say triteness if that might be the word for it doc i'm only four inches away from happiness in there brother what you could cut it down to any size you uh i want i i'm i'm sorry yeah, <laughs> and i was i was so con- because i mean they're playing it uh like it's because she said she needed a nine inch penis and he's He's playing it like it's only five inches. I'm just four inches away from happiness. And then he whips it out and it's huge. And it's probably, I'm guessing not 13 inches. I'm guessing, but it was, uh, it would hit her nine inch requirement. Although I'm a little concerned because I could have sworn that I heard um, someone suggesting silicone injections into the car. That's a, that's a, oh, I'm like, like, I don't, I don't, I've never, my only penis is in, is in my armoire. So I don't know what it would feel like to have that done, but I don't. I don't imagine it feels good. Yeah, this is another thing on this podcast we're suggesting that, you know, we're not, I'm not a scientist, um, but I'm going to tell you right now, don't do it. Yeah, this is not advisable. But 
no, she, he whips, he whips out the dick. And I was, that was a very curved penis. It was exceptionally curved. And, and I mean, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not critiquing this. I am just saying I did, I, that is, that is a lot of curvature. It's, I, I believe he is a to the left masturbator. Actually, I want to ask somebody who knows better than me, uh, if masturbating with one hand doesn't actually make a curve, right? I don't think so. I've never heard that one. I, I have heard, I've heard every rumor on the planet, but I'm like, that can't, can't be right. It just, it seems more like a joke than a, uh, than a, an actual scientific thing that happens, but he wished it out and it is curved. And I, I noticed in this scene, we were in the pre asshole bleaching era. That was a natural asshole. We saw that was a natural asshole. <laughs> no, it was just, it was, it made me realize how uh, different the industry is now because like, I it, I think it was like, I, I believe it was all natural boobs in this movie. Uh, it was, uh, it was very, uh, it was very early porn. Still the, and the, the acting quality is not quote bad for what it was, but it was very different than how people act in them now. Like I feel like the acting now is better uh, when they are acting through a script and it's worse when they're when they're on the penis. I agree. But again, I feel like we're going to have to talk to some industry professionals a little bit more about this. Yeah. Um, so as in industry professionals, people who are either directing or doing the cinematography or the actors and actresses themselves. So this is something I really look forward to on this podcast. Oh, yeah, we're we're trying to like, these are just our fleeting thoughts. And I'm curious, like, we're, we're going to look back on this episode one day and be like, wow, we said some stupid things. So I know I've spoken, more than likely spoken out of turn so far, or I probably said something that's not accurate for the industry or whatnot. But I, um, I, I just, that's why we're doing this. We want to know. And I, I'm sure I can't, like, I get it that I'm a little weird, but I can't be the only one who has these little fleeting thoughts when I'm watching a porn. True. Um, one thing, actually, I do want to uh, talk about for two seconds is a little bit on the background of some of the stuff that people may not know about the porn. So, for example, Harry Reams, the guy who played the doctor, he was actually the first ever actor to be prosecuted by the federal government for appearing in the film. Which, which he was the one that played the, the doctor, you said? Yeah. He was prosecuted yeah. over obscenity over state lines. Was it for this porn or another one? No, it was for this porn. And actually wow. tons of celebrities, everyone from uh, Jack Nicholson, Warren Beatty, Shirley wow. MacLaine, uh, Richard Dreyfuss, Stephen Sodheim, uh, and tons more gave him support during his trial. And actually, so if you follow politics, you're going to really love this one. But his appeal, which caused the case to be dropped, was handled by none other than Alan Dershowitz. Oh, I love this so much. Like it's, I, I, I want to, you know, he's had a couple of interesting jobs, hasn't he? He really has. So Alan Dershowitz for our audience who doesn't know, he's a lawyer who keeps appearing on Fox news and is like, Nope, everything's great with Trump. Am I, am I misremembering or did he, was he on part of the defense for the OJ trial? I don't know. I it's, Hold on a second. We have we have the Googles right here, but I, I thought that was where I'd first heard of him was from his involvement in the uh, in the OJ Simpson trial. Interesting. So as far as actually how much this movie grossed, we're not actually sure. The, right now on Wikipedia, it says it's possibly six hundred million, but which would actually make it you know for inflation one of the wow. biggest grossing movies of all time. However, there's a big however. The uh, the theaters that ended up distributing Deep Throat ended up having a lot of affiliations with the mob. This movie was actually, yeah, this movie wow. actually had a, 
Yeah, it had a lot of mob connections. And what they think happened was, you know, let's say the movie, who knows, maybe if they sold $30,000 worth of tickets, maybe the extra 70 from that specific theater uh, came from, you know, drugs or other you know, things uh, that they were just trying to clean the money to, you know, launder wow. it. Yeah. You know, if you're going to, if the way you have to clean your money is through some good, clean video of adults enjoying each other's bodies, that works for me. But that's the thing. We don't know if Linda totally enjoyed it because she looked like she enjoyed it in the movie. Uh, hard butt. Um, so the star. Yeah. yeah. So- sorry to let you know this was. We hope this doesn't ruin this for you. So if you want to keep the illusions of this thing, stop, stop listening now uh, and, and come back to this after you watch Deep Throat. Yeah. Um, or maybe join us again in five minutes. So, um, yeah. So uh, the problem is yeah. just go watch the relevant scene. <laughs> So Linda Borman, although she looks like she's having a fantastic time, um, so she actually, after not too long after this movie, she does a couple more films, but eventually goes on to join the anti-pornography movement. She actually said that she was abused, coerced every time she was um, doing porn, that her husband was the one who got her into it. And she says herself that, you know, whenever you saw me um, on screen in Deep Throat, you basically saw me with a gun to my head. Yeah. And, you know... and, for, and even the payment apor- apparently was supposedly taken by her husband of the time. Um, and that's that sucks. Um, so that said, yeah. I don't want to paint the entire industry that way because I've met a number of porn stars who felt very comfortable in, you know, with the people they've been with and never felt coerced. But Linda specifically felt that way when she was in the industry although she you know she also was used by the anti-porn movement as well you know and kind of makes sense that they did so unfortunately she kind of got screwed both you know on both sides of the aisle yeah this is i mean they're just like any industry there's going to be a cd underbelly to this one and i mean the good news is from from what i understand uh it's better regulated at this point there's like because there's a bigger porn industry there's probably more uh you know more more issues than there was once upon a time but like the some of the really egregious um issues have kind of i would guess lessened but i you know what i this is why we're going to talk to more industry experts Exactly. Now, I do want to let people know there is Deep Throat 2. It does exist. Um, And if you were wondering, what did the critics think about Deep Throat? So Roger Ebert actually gave this film um, a no star rating and wrote... yeah, well, he, he gave his two cents. He said, well, it was all very good for Linda Lovelace, the star of the mov- uh, movie, to advocate sexual freedom, but the energy she brings to her role is less awesome than discouraging. If you have to work this hard at sexual freedom, maybe it isn't worth the effort. Oh, shit. So, like I said, did her best acting with the dick in her mouth. I agree. And I I feel bad saying that, knowing how, uh, how miserable she was, but it's like, that's, I mean, that's, that's also kind of a testament to why we like watching certain people having sex because they look like they're really, uh, they look good doing it. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, you develop favorites for a reason and it's generally because they look like they're having a really, really good time. Yeah. And I mean, it does, it it kind of made me realize it's like, I wouldn't having, uh, having, you know, sex and holding some of those facial expressions. That's a skill. It is. That's a damn skill. 
Um, someone a few years ago dared to ask, what if instead of the clit being on the inside of the throat, there was a vagine on the back of her neck? Uh, and then oh, what if the doctor who found this lin- random lady part on the back of said neck fucked it? Um, that's the brilliance of the movie. Tainer Mace gets skull fucked backwards and forwards. I, I, I just, I need to see like it's yeah this is gonna be this gonna be a music like i feel like next there's gonna be like a porn with a clitoris on someone's leg yeah i think my favorite part of when i was watching that specific porn because of course i was for research um so the to simulate that the woman had a vagina on the back of her neck uh for the doctor to fuck it what they did was they took a a black wig and they put it over her vagina and they were like okay so let's just pretend this is her neck it just there it's just in a that's yeah i was i was expecting more makeup i was expecting some prosthetics at least oh that's that's a little disappointing yeah i feel like i feel like there's gonna be a better sci-fi version of that one day and they're just gonna they're gonna cgi that that'll be amazing we can only hope and you know what porn is always at the curb when it comes to technology so i'm sure we'll see it in our lifetimes we can it's i mean there's even vr porn that's an interesting little subject that we should touch on at some point. We will. And I can't wait to get to that. Um, so uh, we should wrap this up on a high note, Yvette. Yeah. How do we do this? It's so I, I think we can give some final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. So we're, uh, we're having a good time doing this so far. This is kind of our fleeting thoughts, our very weird thoughts that we have when we're watching these. And I had a lot of weird thoughts watching Deep Throat. And I think that that was part of its charm. Like there was, there are some really wacky things in it, but somehow it still manages to keep you very, uh, like it keeps you titillated with the sex. So it was, it was a fun little jaunt through some atrocious acting you know if you've never watched porn before with a partner um and you need some place to start deep throat i feel like is a great place because if you watch the room and then you watch deep throat (laughs) it's so true again it's so much easier to start watching porn with a partner once you've gone through that and then you're like oh okay if you can if you can laugh with your partner while you're watching people having sex that is a good place to be and i think deep throat encourages that laughter and that like i was full disclosure i was watching it on the couch the other night on my computer while my uh while my husband was playing video games and he's just looking at me and cracking up (laughs) because i'm i'm just writing down like i'm saying my thoughts as i uh, as I jot them and they're there, it was interesting um, to, to see his reaction to me going like, wow, they had great cinematography in this scene. That was an interesting choice to have a rocket in that part of it. They got NASA footage for this. <laughs> so it's, yeah, I mean, like if you can, if you can have a giggle with your partner, it's, you know what? I, I don't, hell, I don't know your relationship, but at least having a giggle for mine is, is very, uh, it's, it's a, a gateway to, to conversation and to discussion about what we like and what we don't. So it's been that's that's the kind of the beauty of, of a porn that has a fun little plot like this. It really is. Um, so listeners, thank you for joining us on our first episode of Two Girls, One Mike. We'll be back next uh, in, in two weeks uh, with our with our next episode. Actually, we're, we're releasing these both at once, right? These are the first two. We will. Yeah, so you're getting you're getting you can download this now. Do what you want. Um, 
And then, and then we'll be back two weeks from now. And if you like this podcast, the best way to help us is to like, subscribe, and leave a comment. Um, seriously, it means the world to us. It helps boost our ratings. Uh, then other people can hear about us talking about porn. Uh, share this with your friends um, or donate to our Patreon because um, we have to actually pay for porn. Yeah, and I mean, it might be a tax write-off now, but uh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for one of our lawyer friends to tell me if that's true or not. Uh, but no, we're uh, we're paying for porn. We're doing. We're putting in a lot of work on this. I know you're going to look at this and go, "Really, you're working and you're watching porn?" Yes, we are putting in work on this. We're working. Hey, I, I was about to say, I came up with some good metaphors, all right? That's, I'm a writer, that's work. Uh, but, you know, we, we, uh, we want to share in this, and we're going to have, uh, there are a lot of fun rewards in our Patreon. If you, there's going to be bonus content, that type of stuff. So please go check the, that out if you, if you just can't get enough of us. And again, if you can't donate anything, like, subscribe, comment. And share this with yeah. all your friends who you think like porn. So all your friends. All your friends. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your day, guys. Uh, So we'll catch you on the next episode of Two Girls, One Mike.